You are immersed in fashion by Dad, and I am your dad in a non-creepy way. I'm not offering you a commitment ring, which you will wear until I approve your marriage partner. No, no, no. I'm here inside the singularity, and you are out there experiencing it through your device. That's nice. I am your host. My name is Jeff, and I mentioned earlier that my 19th century family were Rechabites and pyromaniacs. Yep, they were also farmers, and while not originally proposed to mechanical devices... They owned none. There was no electricity in the house. We used to have little kerosene lamps that you you pumped up and the kero ran through a little pipe that was heated up by the flame, so you had to start it by pouring some metho or something to heat the whole thing before it got going. Uh, the cows were milked by hand in a hand-split wooden shed and during the 20th century, a neighbour's truck took the goods to market. So it might not sound like there was a lot of fun in this teetotaling, candle-lit, hand-butter-churning existence, but we did enjoy a good burning. In fact, introducing the self-proclaimed original temperance society earlier in this episode, I told you about a liquor salesman being run out of town without his takings, tools of the trade or stock. In fact, he barely had the clothes he stood up in. As a friendly society, the independent order of Rechabites was fairly fierce, a fairly fierce, friendly society. Uh, my uncle broke his son's hand with a strap. He didn't mean to break his hand, he was just punishing him. But then he denied him medical attention. Stop whimpering, boy, you got what you deserved. My cousin was lucky that the cricket coach slid him into the doctors when... Old man Payne the third was up a cherry tree picking. Every November, every November, remember, remember the 5th of November, we had a huge bonfire. Uh, there were a few, there were dead trees dotted around the property that had been ring barked. Uh, if you are familiar with Bruce Pascoe's Dark Emu, uh, you will know that the Trees were fairly well spaced across the Australian countryside thanks to the farming practices of the First Nations people so that the settlers, like my great-great-grandfather there, had a pretty easy time turning it into farming country. But they ringbarked those trees and then when we wanted to burn one down they dragged logs and things around to the tree which was the next one to be burned out of the ground, piled the trees up against the, or piled the logs up against the still standing tree, build a huge bonfire, easy the height of two or three humans, and then we would wait for Guy Fawkes night, the 5th of November, and set fire to the lot, with lots of fireworks, up until health and safety became a thing, and the 5th of the November was Krakenite right across the empire. And to make sure that the night went off with a bang, my pa would take an old chaff sack, stuff a pound of gunpowder, that's a couple of handfuls, 450 grams for you metric mob. So I'd stuff a pound of gunpowder into the corner of the sack and wrap it tightly with a hemp rope. So the first circle would tie off the hemp sack so that the 
gunpowder was locked in the corner and then he'd um, wrap the rope around and around until he had a ball of tightly wrapped rope with a ball of gunpowder inside it and that little bomb would become the head of the effigy of Guy Fawkes. And that effigy would be mounted at the top of the pyre, roped to the tree that was going to be burned out of the ground, and at sunset we'd light the fire, and a couple of hours later, after we'd finished blowing off our thumbs and setting fire to each other's boots by dropping penny bungers in them, the flames would reach Guy Fawkes' feet, and we'd stop our shenanigans to watch him burn. I put a picture of a bonfire in England in 2019 with Guy Fawkes atop a bonfire, so you know what I'm talking about. That tradition has been going on since 1605. It was still fashionable to burn Catholics at the time, especially among Rechabites. The general opinion was that if you're going to drink something flammable like alcohol, you're pretty well asking for it. So the flames would lick at the effigy's feet. Eventually he would catch fire and we'd watch and wait for the head to get so hot that it'd explode. At that point, the tree that Guy Fawkes had been tied to would blow in half or, you know, get damaged somehow. Bits would fall off into the fire. The fire would be spread all over the place, burning logs knocked hither and thither. And uh, we'd all drag the burning logs back into the fire and celebrate another death to the tormentor for the following reasons. city of York, a Catholic born and raised. He had all sorts of names for England's King James, a man of the Protestant faith. Guy met Robert Catesby, who hated to see a Protestant rule from the throne. They hatched a plan, he'd go out with a bang, then they'd find a king of their own. Catesby and Fawkes and their other cohorts plotted to axe those in power. Under the floors of the House of Lords They hid barrels full of gunpowder They should have known better Someone sent a letter that warned of what they had planned Fawkes was soon caught The plot came to naught And Guy was soon known across the land Fawkes paid the price for the violence and vice And King James continued his reign He pledged to remember the 5th of November And see it wouldn't happen again so this bonfire night as the fireworks take flight Think how differently things could have gone If Guy hadn't been found with the barrels underground Who knows what that blast might have done So remember, remember the 5th of November Gunpowder, treason and plot We see no reason why gunpowder treason should ever be forgot Remember, remember the 5th of November We see no reason why gunpowder treason should ever be forgotten. Remember, remember the fifth of November, gunpowder treason and blood. We see no reason why gunpowder treason should ever be forgotten. 
Yes, it's hard to imagine in these times of Halloween, religious tolerance and zero tolerance for danger, how central the ritual of blowing things up was in Australian culture. November the 6th, the day after Guy Fawkes Day, was a day of comparing injuries and tour tales of property damage. Probably have to devote an entire episode of Fashion by Dad to Fireworks Night at some stage, so I can tell you about the asbestos bombs. Oh, yes the asbestos bombs little did we know uh, and homemade cannons well we knew what we were doing in that case um, also interesting that gunpowder plot song and the nature of the propaganda Guy Fawkes in fact wasn't a ringleader of the plot he was a mercenary hired he was a powder monkey he knew how to use gunpowder he was paid by the rebels to light the um, the barrels also, interesting that while they were after the king, King James, they were blowing up Parliament. So, of course, King James was opening Parliament. That's why they were doing it. But you're blowing up the centre of democracy to get at the royalty that you despise. So, a few little twisted things there. Um, the persecution of Catholics in Australia was still quite real, um, until about 1820, Catholics weren't counted in the Australian census. It took a lot longer before we counted the original inhabitants of the country, sadly. But anyway, prejudice was a real live and well. And uh, my Rechabite ancestors were among some of the firmer upholders of their beliefs. In fact, that whole temperance society thing meant that the eastern suburbs of Melbourne still to this day don't have many pubs. There were a few big pubs that got licences, obviously uh, large land-holding Protestants who liked to tipple and were able to get around the rules and they became huge pubs which uh, you had to drive to, of course, and the fights in the car park on a Friday night was something to behold. Uh, but that uh, led to some of the characteristics of the Melbourne rock scene because you had to play in these huge barns where about 1,200 people would be sitting having dinner. You'd be in one corner. So that big Melbourne rock sound of ACDC and so on grew out of that unexpected consequence of the temperance society's attitude towards drinking. Guy Fawkes Night, sadly missed. Halloween is not a patch on it. You're on Fashion by Dad with me. Your dad.